Welcome to another inspirational teaching from Tim Warden Communications. Our mission is to honor God and deliver all his benefits. Good morning, what's up church? Gusto nyo ba ng isang istorya? Yes! Ako si Justin and it's my pleasure to be your storyteller for today. Oh. Ang ating storya sa araw na ito ay pinamagatang Ang Bagong Kasad. Sa pagsisimula ng ating istorya, sa napakalayong lugar, may isang babae. Itago na lang natin siya sa pangalang, Glyden. Siya ay kasal kay Mr. Law. Since birth. Yes, madlang people, MSB, as in married since birth. Sila ay nakatira sa No Choiceville. Sa lugar na ito, ang lahat ng kasal ay prearranged by the parents before they're ever born. Tama ang narinig nyo, madlang people. Sila'y napagkasundo ng kanilang mga magulang, hindi pa sila'y pinapanganak. At dito, walang divorce-divorce. Kaya't si Glidel at si Mr. Law ay stuck with each other for life. Samantala, sa pagpapatuloy ng ating istorya, makikita natin si Mr. Law na pinapagalitan si Glidel. Hindi ka talaga maaasahan sa kahit anong bagay. Tronchain mo nga ulit ito. Tsaka, bulat ka ba? Hindi mo ba nakikita sa paligid ng mga botones? Ha? Gusot-gusot pa! Ulitin mo yan. Gutom na ako. Hindi ka pa ba nakakaluto? Be! Ang alat ang binagoong baboy mo. Ang bagoong at alamang maalat na yan. Kaya hindi mo na kailangan lagyan ng asin. Hindi mo na naman ba naisip yun? Kahit grade 5, alam yan. Ano ba? Kailangan ko na yung damit. Tsaka, buti na lang, bumili ako ng lichon manok sa labas. Kasi, alam ko, papalpak ka na naman sa luto mo. Sige, mauna na akong kumain. At ikaw, maglaba ka muna bago ka kumain. Yan. As you can see, napaka napaka strict at napaka demanding ng asawa ni Glidel. He is very difficult to please. Kita nyo naman, he always comment, condemns and is criticizes, criticizing Glidel. Yan, pinupunan niya lahat ng mali ni Glidel. Even though yung pinakamaliit, pinakamaliit na mali ni Glidel nakikita niya. Of course, he's always right. Tama naman siya. Tama lahat ng sinasabi niya. Pero, hindi niya inoferan man lang ng tulong si Glidel. No matter how hard Glidel tries to do things right, her best is never good enough. 
Her life seems no hopeless. As in, hopeless. Hopeless. Sa tingin nyo, madlang people, may pag-asa pa kaya si Glidel? Parang wala na eh. Yan. Mukhang wala ng pag-asa si Glidel. There's no way to divorce from this impossible husband. My goodness gracious, Glidel. Ha? Huh? Kailangan ko pa bang ulit-ulitin to sa'yo? Hindi ka talaga nakakaintindihan, oh. O sige, simulan natin ulit. Rule number one. Thou shalt wait for the doorbell to ring bago mo ito i-open. Okay? Tsaka rule number two, thou shalt not go to sleep without washing my feet and put on them lotion and oil perfume. At yung tamang temperatura lang ng tubig ang panghugas mo sa pa ako, ha? Tsaka rule number 300 65 So kailangan tandaan mo lahat ng ito ha Pag hindi mo na naman tinandaan to uulit-ulitin ko na naman sa'yo tapos hindi mo na naman makuha Ewan ko na lang sa'yo So rule number 365 Thou shalt put your things sapatos, chinelas, damit or your things separate from, thi- from my things At all, at all times. You know the rules. You should have them memorized. And of course, thou shalt make passionate love to me every night. And thou shalt be exceedingly rejoiceful upon doing so. Did you get that, girl? Hoy! Nakikinig ka ba sa akin? Ha? Tsaka, kulang sa init ng tubig. Dagdagan pa pa. Ano? Tsaka, Glidel, gusto ko lang malaman mo, ha? Ang eksaktong oras ng breakfast ko. As, as, as well, yung 6.27am. Okay? At tsaka wala akong pakialam kung puyat ka or pagod ka. Basta, hindi mababago yung oras ng breakfast ko. Nakakaintindihan ba tayo? Tsaka, bilis ang ugasan niyang pa ako. Kasi, mamaya, maligo ka. Kasi ayoko ng katabing amoy paa. Ha? Tsaka, da- dahan-dahan ka nga, nasasaktan ako eh. Hindi ka tulad ng pa ako yung mga paa mo. Yung paa mo, balat kalabaw. <laughs> okay. Sige na, maligo ka na. Tama na yan. Kasalanan mo ang lahat ng to. Wala ka na bang ginawang tama? Tatamaan ka sa akin pag hindi natuloy itong di natin kay Mr. Alanganin. Ang pag-follow up, not just once, but twice or more, nag-graduate ka pa man din ng business administration. Simpleng tawag lang hindi mo pa nagawa. You are getting into my nerves. Yes, sir? Yes, sir. Okay, I'll be right there. Yes, sir. Okay, see you. At ikaw. 
Ayusin mo pagplancha ng mga damit ko. Ulitin mo mula sa maylayan. Ha? At saka yung, yung adobo mo kanina, ang tabang, kulang sa toyo. At saka yung mga baho, lagyan mo ng dawani. Naku! Madlang people! Saan kaya hahantong ang ating istorya? Sa pagbubukas ng ating pinilakang tabing, makikita natin kung ano ang mangyayari kay Glidel. Hello? Yes, hi attorney. Alam kong you've called and text many times. Sorry, hindi ako nakaka-reply. Sobrang busy eh. Pero buti, natawagan mo ulit ako. Attorney! Suko na ako! Di ko na kaya! Di ko na kaya mamuhay ng ganito! I give my best! But I guess... My best is not good enough. Sinubukan ko namang maging mabuting asawa. Nang buong puso, pinaghihirapan ko talaga. Pero, ang aking asawa ay isang perfectionist and he's always right. Pero, I just can't measure up. Hindi ko kayang maging perfecto. Kaya, ang tingin ko sarili ko, I'm a failure. I'm ugly. Unworthy. Hindi ka tanggap-tanggap. Glida, alam mo naman yung rules, di ba? Ang tama, tama. Ang mali, mali. At walang divorce sa lugar ninyo. Habang ikaw ay buhay, ikaw ay nakatali kay Mr. Law. And he is your husband forever. The only thing that can change your covenant with Mr. Lo is death. Kapag nagpakasal ka sa iba, that would be adultery. It is only when one of you dies that you would be set free from your marriage kay Mr. Lo. Naasawa mo ngayon. Handa na ako. Wala na akong lakas. Wala na rin akong silbi. Lagi na na akong palpak. Wala na akong pag-asa. Desperado na ako, attorney. I'm desperate for a savior. For someone na magliligtas sa akin. Sa lahat ng kapalpakan ko. Diba? Lagi kong kinikwento sa'yo na there is a man who loves you very much. But he is not from this world. Di siya taga rito. He is different. Pero nararanasan niya lahat ng nararanasan mo. Ang kaibahan lang, he performed perfectly. And this is the good news. He really wants to marry you. 
I can set up the meeting if you want. But remember, tandaan to. This means you will have to die to everything you know. A total change in the direction of your life. Attorney, di ko na kaya. Ang hirap sa pili ng asawa kong si Mr. Lo. May alternative ba dyan? Hindi ko na talaga kaya. I can't take this anymore. Sino ang magaligtas sa akin? Sa aking sitwasyon ngayon? Relax, Gaiden. Connect ko lang yung call mo, ha? Saglit lang. Hold the line, please. Jesus! I have Gaiden on the line. Guess what? She is ready to receive you. Handa na siyang iwan ang dating buhay niya. Yes, handa na siyang iwan si Mr. Lo, ang husband niya since birth. Okay, Jesus. Papupuntahin ko siya sa cross right away. Glida, good news. Ibabalik kita as in I'm transporting you back in time, 2,000 years ago. Doon kayo mag-meet ni Jesus at the cross and you will be set free from your failure, fault, guilt, and shame and from your cruel husband. Huwag kang mag-alala. Mag-uusap pa rin tayo after this. Attorney, handa na talaga ako. Hindi ko na kaya. Kailangan ko na magliligtas sa akin. Kailangan ko na na magmamahal sa akin. Ikaw lamang. At ngayon, handa na akong tanggapin kita bilang aking tagapagligtas. Holy Spirit. Tumawag ako to inform you that Glidel has passed away. Yes. Ibig kong sabihin, kayong dalawa ay hindi nakasal. Yan ay ayon sa batas. The binding agreement of marriage is officially over and remarriage is now possible. Naiintindihan mo ba yung Mr. Lo? 
your commands and your demands no longer have any hold on Glydia. Malaya na siya from you. She is free from your tyranny. Nope. Hindi na siya magtatrabaho sa'yo. Hindi na siya magre-report sa'yo. Yes. That's right. It is finished. I'm glad you understand. Bye, Mr. Law. Sige. Nasaan ako? Anong lugar to? Who are you? Glidel, ako si Jesus. Ang bago mo asawa. This is your new life. Ikaw ay bago nang nilalang. Ang tawag sa lugar na kinaroroan roroon na natin ay land of righteousness na kung saan you are safe and can never be taken away from here. Nung nagtiwala ka sa akin at pumunta ka sa cross, ikaw ay namatay. At hindi lang yun. Tayo'y naging isa sa kamatayan. So ngayon, you're reborn. And You're now remarried to me. Ibig sabihin nun, yung nabuklod na kasunduan sa dati mong amo ay legal nang napawalang visa. And alam mo nung namatay ako, I was thinking about you. Nung ikaw ay nanampalatay sa akin na tinawag mo ako, ikaw ay, you were transported to the cross where I died and placed you in my death. So, ibig sabihin tayo'y namatay na magkasama. We were united. So that sa bagong kapakanakan mo, dito sa bagong lugar na to, we will be bound together. Ha? Huh? Ibig sabihin, hindi na si Mr. Lo ang asawa ko? Ikaw na, Jesus, my new husband? Karapat-dapat ba ako sa'yo? Oo naman. Ang ganda-ganda mo. Alam mo yung suot mo? Looks perfect on you. Tsaka... Wow. Ang bango-bango mo. Yung skin mo, ang lambot. At hindi lang yun. I love your hair. I love your looks, your face, everything about you. Kaya ano pang hinihintay mo? Let's spend this day together and tomorrow and the other day and every day. Ah, okay, Jesus. Magiging mabuti akong asawa para sa'yo. Naku, anong oras na maghahanda pa pala ako ng breakfast? Glidel, alam mo, breakfast is already cooked. Ang gagawin mo lang, just sit at kumain. I have something special for you. Pero hindi ko pa nalaban yung mga damit mo. Promise, lalagyan ko na ng daun eh. Yung mga damit mo, isa-isa. Tapos, dinisan ko na rin ang bawat sulok ng bahay. Lahat 
gagawin ko? Susubukan ko lahat. Susundin ko, susubukan ko, nasundin ang rule number one hanggang rule number 365. Relax, Glidel. Alam mo, lahat ng gagawin natin, lahat ng kailangan natin tapusin, gagawin nating magkasama. Ito ang tatandaan mo. The rules have changed. Hindi mo na kailangan ang rules ng ating relasyon ang gagabay sa'yo. Ang aking pag-ibig will lead the way for you. Gusto mo bang sumayaw? Kasama ako? Sige, Jesus! They lived happily ever after. Palapagan natin. Yan. Alam mo, kaya naisip ko tong story nito, tong mini drama. Because when I was reading Romans chapter 7, this is what came into my mind. Romans chapter 7 verse 1 to 4. If you can read this together. It says, don't you know that the law applies only Okay, we're talking about the laws of God and the rules and all of the requirements. It says the law applies only while a person is living. For example, when a woman marries, the law binds her to her husband as long as she is alive, as he is alive. But if he dies, the laws of marriage, underline that, no longer apply to her. The laws of marriage no longer applies to her. So while her husband is alive, she would be committing adultery if she married another man. But if her husband dies, she's free. You can underline that. She's free. She's free. And what can she do? She's free from that law and does not commit adultery when she remarries. Remarries. So, my dear brothers and sisters, this is the point. You died to the power of the law when you died with Christ. And now, you are united with the one. You are remarried with the one who was raised from the dead. Lord, as we go into this topic, as we learn what This is all about. Give us light, revelation, that we could see kung anong nais mong turuan sa amin. Let us see kung anong ultimate intentions mo for our life as a Christian and cause us to have a change of direction today. Ayon sa, hindi ayon sa traditions or kung ano yung akala natin, no? but ayon talaga sa nais mong mangyari in our relationship with you today. In Jesus' name. Amen. In the Bible, merong isang concept about two husbands. Two kinds of husbands. And one husband is a bad husband. He's cruel. He's strict. He's demanding. And the other husband is a good husband. He's loving. He's committed. He's faithful. He's gracious. So this is really a comparison between the law or the laws and the Grace. Everybody say grace. grace. 
Yeah, the grace of God is undeserved favor and the power and the enablement of God. Now, in the law of God, or the bad husband, it's a binding agreement na talagang nakatali ka doon sa kasunduan na yan since birth. Just like in the story, married since birth. Because ang pagiging under tayo sa mga batas ng Diyos, sa Ten Commandments and all the commandments of God, that was prearranged before you were born. So, Pinanganak tayo na already under the law. Already, you know, having these requirements to please God, to serve God. And that's why we're all born in sin. Because lahat ay nagkasala. So the wages of sin is death. We're all born na hiwalay or dead to God. Hiwalay sa Dios, And we're under this law. And the law is very cruel. Yung mga laws of God, you just try it. Laging pinapoint out yung mga pagkakamali mo. You know, every time you read the laws of God, you say, oops, natamaan ako dyan. Oops, natamaan ako dyan. The law will always convict you of your sins. The law will always show you that you're not measuring up. You don't meet the standards. The laws, even though you know they are right, you know they are good, you know that you failed it. And the law will make sure that you know it, that you're not good enough. The law is always... Um, demanding and never offers to help. And the law is holy but cannot make you holy. The law is right but never helps make you right. See? And there's no divorce. No divorce possible. But grace, the, the good husband, grace happens when you die to the old kasunduan. And it happens when you trust in Jesus Christ. You're born again and you're born married you're also born married when you're born spiritually born again you're born married to a new husband and that is also prearranged marriage by your fathers it was prearranged between the father god and his son jesus christ and when you're born you're sakop you know sinakop ka in that Kasunduan, and you're blessed. And the judgment and the punishment for your sins was taken away. And you're in a new husband. You have a new husband relationship. Uh, and he does everything to help you make things right. He actually makes you perfect. Sa pamamagitan ng kanyang perfect track record. And he takes his perfect life and transfers it to your account. Kung natandaan mo yung topic last week, that's the mega pasa load that we should all have. It's the pasa load ng kanyang load of righteousness, load of perfect living na pinasa sa account mo. He gives, he does all the laws perfectly. He makes a hundred percent grade sa standard ng Dios, and then gives you the credit for it. <laughs> How about that? It's perfect holiness. He credits you with His own righteousness, His own perfect. And you're just like you're bound in the former marriage, ito, you're joined to Jesus in an irrevocable, unbreakable, unchanging covenant relationship. You see, mga kapatid, many people somehow believe that if you obey all the laws of God, if you you know, do all the requirements and always do right and never do wrong, then you will be 
pleasing sa Dios, you will be in right standing with God. But you have to first obey all these laws. Alam mo, hindi lang sampu ang commandments ng Dios. The law of Moses started with ten, but it got more and more and more. You know, there's hundreds and hundreds of laws. And today, people probably said, well, uh, revise na. Yung old covenant laws ay uh, wala na yan, sacrifices and temple. But, but we have the new Testament laws. And that is, you know, you go to church and give tithes and, and read your Bible and pray. And, and there's a, still a list of laws. However it looks like, whatever is the current version, people still believe, many people believe that you have to follow those laws in order to be saved. And the truth is, here's the truth, God never intended you to live life that way. That you have to follow laws and fulfill all of the requirements and obey uh, a, a list of do's and don'ts. Hindi yan ang intention ng Dios. He wants not to give you a religion of rules. He wants a relationship of love. Did you hear me? The, the, the heart of God for you is not to give you a bunch of laws. Jesus did not come as a lawgiver. The Bible says He came giving grace and truth. He did not come to give laws. He came to fulfill the laws. And He used the laws. And when Jesus taught, makikita mo sa tinatawag na Sermon on the Mount and all the teachings of Jesus, He taught the laws very strictly. In fact, He said, you know, these laws like that, don't murder, I'm going to make it even stricter for you. Don't even hate someone. Jesus said, you know, the laws, no, don't commit adultery, I'll make it really serious for you. Don't even lust in your heart. Don't even call someone a fool. If you don't forgive people, God won't forgive you. Talagang Jesus took the law to the maximum level. Why did He do that? Because He wanted to show people that no matter how good you think you are, you'll never make it on your own abilities. And that's why Jesus said, I did not come to just uh, destroy the law, to break it, I came to fulfill it. See, so the truth is that when Jesus fulfilled the law, it broke the power of sin and law on us. That's why Romans chapter 8, verse, chapter, verse 2 says that, that the, the law of the spirit of life sets you free. Sabemo free from the law of sin and death. Parang ganito, mga kapatid. Diba in, in physics, we know about the law of gravity. You know the law of gravity. What goes up must come down. And that's a law in the whole world. No country, no one can break that law. It's a law of physics. But how come man can fly? Can it? No, I can. I, I fly to America all the time. Airplane. And another law, the law of gravity does not change for me. It's still the law. It's still right. It's still true. But there's another law that activates. And that's the law of aerodynamics. Na kung saan, with, a, if, with enough velocity and the right wingspan, mga pakpak ng plane, 
that the, it will create a wind that will provide lift. And a very heavy plane carrying hundreds of passengers can fly across the world. It did not stop the law of gravity, but it set me free from the law of gravity. It brought me to a higher law. And I'm riding on a higher law, the law of aerodynamics. Do you see how that it can overpower the one law because the other one is a better law? Are you following? You know, the law of sin and death, that if you sin, you have to die. The wages of sin is death. That's true. You cannot, you cannot say that's not true. But there's another law, and that's the spirit of life. That's the spirit of the life of Jesus that can be imparted to you. Just like si Glidel, patay siya. Nung sinuko niya ang buhay niya kay Jesus, namatay siya sa sarili niya. Namatay siya sa kanyang dating buhay. Pero Jesus came and gave her new birth. Kaya bumangon siya na sa ibang lugar, sa ibang uh, area. And they call that the land of righteousness. Galing siya sa land of kasalanan. She was in sin, but she was reborn in a new place. And that place is called righteousness. And she was reborn with a new covenant partner. And that person is Jesus Christ. And so you don't have to have laws in this place. You don't have to have rules and regulations and requirements and religion. It's the relationship ng gagabay sa'yo. It's yung Holy Spirit na nilalagay ni God inside of you that becomes your compass for where, what is the right direction sa buhay mo. So ang mismong Holy Spirit na nakasama mo, siya ang mismo ang magbabawal sa'yo kung kailangan na magbabawal. You know, we, we don't give in this church, if you notice, we don't teach a lot of rules. Thou shalt do this and don't do that. Kasalanan yan. You know, lumaki ako sa ganun. Ang daming mga, uh, you know, dapat pag-aralan na kung ano yung kasalanan. Sabi pa nila sa amin noon, kasalanan na sumayaw. Kaya hindi kami allowed na pumunta sa mga prom. Mas JS prom, ganun. Bawal sa amin yun. Kasi ang kristyano, bawal sa kristyano na sumayaw. Pati yung, yung rock music, worldly yan. Satanic yan. Bawal na makinig sa ganyan. Bawal ang rated R movie. Bawal na tumugtog ng musical instruments. Bawal, um, ang dami. Kasalanan to. Bawal kumain ng karne. Sa ganyan, bawal kumain ng uh, yung, yung may dugo. And ang daming mga rules that you have to follow. Wow! You know, it's like, syempre may iwan ka na yung masarap yun ng people ang bawal. And so you're so frustrated. And you live your life na always afraid. Na bawat pagkilos ko, bawal pala yun. Ano pang bawal? Hindi ako pwede I cannot be normal. I cannot be myself. I'm just surrounded by so many rules. And you know, hindi yan ang kalaoban ng Diyos for us. He doesn't want you to live your life like that. He would like a relationship with you wherein mayroong tinatawag na pagkukusa. It just comes natural. Imagine if you're married. I'm, I'm married with my wife. You know, when we got married, I did not give her a rule book, an owner's manual. He said, you study this and memorize all of my standards and all of my expectations. And it says there, you know, day number one, you know, wash my feet, wash my clothes, make my breakfast. But she does a lot of things for me. She serves me with all of her heart. But it's not because there's a, a law. It's because there's love. 
And I serve her too. And it's not because I have to. It's because I want to. And the relationship is so dynamic and so, you know, you want to please the other person. It's like in a family, in a family business. Let's say, for example, na may bata, ng tata niya, may ari ng sang business. Father niya, business tycoon, ang daming negosyo. And ang daming niyang employees. So, ang pagtrato ng tatay sa kanyang mga empleyado is very different than the way na he treats his son. Ang mga employees niya, mag-time mag, uh, in, time out. Meron silang uh, apply for vacation leave or for time off. They have to follow many rules. No ID, no entry. Mga ganito. Ganito ang break time. Ganito ang, ang back to work time. And ang dami mga rules. This is only your zone. You cannot go in the unauthorized uh, place. Alam niyo yung ganon. But the son, ang tatay niya nagmamayari, he doesn't need rules. Because the more and more he matures, he starts to have a genuine interest in the affairs of his father. Hindi niya kailangan na pilitin na mag-report for work. He just goes with his dad every day. And he doesn't have to be forced or bribed or even receive a salary because he knows lahat ito kanya din eh. Siya ang magmamana. It's, it's, it's ownership mentality. It's family mentality. There's a relationship of blood that will never be broken. And dahil sa security niya, he feels more secure than the senior uh, chief executive na pwedeng pa i-fire. But the son knows he'll never be fired from that company because it's a relationship. Are you following me? So he doesn't need really to follow the policy manual of the company. He doesn't need that for him to be pleasing to the father. See? And so the question is like this. Ito yung tanong is, Okay, Tim, are you saying that I don't have to obey God? You're saying I don't have to obey all the rules of God in order to be saved? That's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. You don't have to obey all the rules of God to be saved. And if you try to obey all the rules of God to be saved, you're fallen from grace. You're falling away from the grace of God. You're, fall, you're serving a bad husband. Are you following me? You're washing the feet of the laws. You're trying to obey the laws, trying to fulfill all the laws. And that is not God's way of saving you. That was never God's way to save people. God's way of making you in right standing sa kanya is a way of grace. It's a better husband. It's a better relationship. And it's because Jesus lived, and you can write this down, Jesus um, died, right, as my proxy. Alam may ibig proxy? Pag may mga meetings ng, ng board, board of directors, di ba, at hindi nakakapunta ng isang board uh, member, pwede siyang magpadala ng kanyang re- representative. Asawa niya or assistant niya, and siya yung magpa-proxy sa kanya. Kung anong boto niya, as if yan yung boto na board member. So the, the, the proxy will stand in the place or sit in the seat of that person. Jesus died your death. He was your proxy. So all the 
the penalty, the punishment that you deserved, hindi binaliwala, it was not pushed aside, it was sentenced and punished on the cross of Jesus. Hindi ka pa nagkasala, hindi, hindi ka pa na, na, na pinanganak, but in advance, God credited Jesus. Pinasalod ni God ang kasalanan mo kay Jesus. And your sin was punished in full. And your penalty, utang mo, was nailed to the cross. All the laws you failed to keep. It was already judged, guilty, and punished. And all the... But Jesus not only died as your proxy, He lived as your proxy. So lahat ng kanyang track record, everything good he did, yung kanyang pagsunod sa lahat ng utos ng Diyos, yan din ang pinas, and he was crediting it to you. As if he was your proxy, living the life that you could never live. Maganda, write this down. There's only one person that can live the Christian life, and that's Jesus. No one can live the Christian life except Jesus. Na perfectly. You call yourself a Christian, pero sa totoo lang, only one true Christian, and that's Christ Himself. And so, nagiging Christian tayo kung tayo ay puspus kay Jesus. See? So, Galatians chapter 3, verse 23 says, For if a law had been given that could impart life, then righteousness would have certainly come by the law. But the scriptures declare, ito, scripture, biblical ito, the scriptures declare that we are all prisoners of sin. So, we receive God's promise of freedom only by believing in Christ. And in Colossians 2, you can read this later, but it says, you died. You know, nung namatay si Jesus, as if yung kamatayan din is sakop tayo doon. Alam mo, sa Diyos na walang time restraints. So even though it happened years ago, it doesn't matter. The fact is, Jesus included you when He died. So the Colossians 2.20 says, you died to the ruling spirits of this world. So why do you have to obey the rules like, don't eat this, don't drink that, don't smoke that, don't go here, don't do that. Ang dami mga do's and don'ts. Hindi na kailangan yun because you died. Remember, Walang law enforcement sa cemetery. Tama pa ba? Tama. If you go to the cemetery, you don't have to law enforce the law. Mga patay yun. Hindi sila responsive. Hindi sila maaring uh, mag-violate ng kahit anong mga ordinances ng city. Because they're dead. And if you're dead, then you're really not over the law, you're not above the law, you're just exempt from the law. It doesn't apply to you. Are you hearing me? The law is all about performance. You try to earn your right standing with God. If you try to, if you try to obey the laws to earn a blessing from God, that's a bad husband. Because even if you think you did pretty good, tingnan mo yung drama kanina. She tried her best. But I guess my best wasn't good enough. And you know, if you try to obey laws of God, 
in order to avoid punishment or because you're afraid of judgment, then you got your focus more is on yourself. And that's called self-righteousness. That I deserve a blessing or makaka judgment and punishment because I obeyed these laws? No. Remember, the way of God making you right is you receive Jesus as a gift. And His righteousness comes to you as a gift. And then from there, hindi ka mag-work because you want to earn righteousness. Pero mag-work ka na because you love Him. It's relationship-based. So yung human effort ay hindi yan maasahan. Ang tawag doon sa Biblia is dead works. Kahit na mababuting gawain, but you doing that in order to earn something from God, ang tawag doon is dead works. Self-righteousness. Confidence in the flesh. Confidence sa sarili. And you know what, mga kapatid? If you have some of your own righteousness, then you don't need Jesus' righteousness. Kasi you're righteous already. So if you're already righteous, then you won't need Him. Kaya mga kapatid, the reason, this is very important, na maintindihan natin, yung dahilan or yung purpose ng batas ng, ng Diyos. People think that the Ten Commandments and the laws of God was given to make bad people become good. But you know what? Bad people have never become good. Even if you give them 10 or 20 or 300 commandments. Right? The Bible says that no one is righteous. Not even one. And the fact na napasayo ng 10 commandments doesn't actually, even if you know them, even if you study it and memorize it, it doesn't mean you're going to do it. Knowledge is one thing, pero may sasabuhay, iba yun. Right? So dapat maintindihan natin yung dahilan. Why did God give laws then? It's not to make bad people good. It's to make dead people alive through Christ. And how does that happen? Well, look at this. In Hebrews chapter 8, verse 6 and 7. Are you learning something today? All right. Hebrews 8, 6 and 7. The new agreement. Everybody say new. new. This is a new agreement or new testament. Okay? If you have a Bible, it's a new agreement that God brought or that Jesus brought from God to his people. It's much greater than the old one. See? New husband, much mas mabait kaysa yung dati. And the new agreement is based on better promises. The old agreement didn't even work. Diba sabi ko sa iyo, kahit na sampung commandments, you cannot, you cannot even keep ten. No one has even been able to keep ten commandments, much less all the rest. So it didn't even work. Hindi effective. Diba? It never made bad people good. If it had, are you reading this with me? If it had worked, it, if it really was effective, there would have been no need for another to replace it. See? So we should deliver. It's not the old covenant. Not a listahan ng mga do's and don'ts. You don't have to go to work and then start convicting and preaching to your co-workers because nagmura sila or may, may, may live in sila or uh, naglalasing, nagwawetting or what. You don't have to bring them the laws of God and say, thou shalt not do that. Thou shalt not do that. Thou shalt not do that. Kasalanan yan, kasalanan yan. Alam mo, if you do that, 
Sa totoo lang, alam na nila yun eh. They know that's a sin. The more you bring people the laws of God, the more they just feel unworthy. The more they think that God is galit and they are unacceptable sa kanya. Si Glidel, di ba? Kanina sa movie. Uh, sa movie. Sa, sa drama na ito, I don't know. The more laws that she was given, the worse she felt about herself. Right? None of those laws helped her become a better wife. They only showed her how terrible of a wife she was and made her feel ugly and like a failure. So we should bring people a message of hope, a good news message, a message of grace, a message that Jesus has already performed all the laws of God on your behalf. So there's nothing more for you to accomplish. cross. It is accomplished. It's finished. See? And so you don't have to obey all the rules and the laws in order to please God. He's already pleased with you. Not to earn His blessings. He's already blessing you. Hindi mo napansin kahit nag-skip ka ng church ng ilang weeks, God still is blessing you. Hindi mo napansin na hindi ka nag-ties ng faithfully, but you still eat, you still have money, you're still being blessed financially. Hindi mo napansin na kahit hindi ka sumusunod sa kalooban ng Diyos, you are still blessed at your left and at your right. You still have a hope and a future. Dapat patay tayo, but God is not, He's not giving us what we deserve. Yan sinabi kanina, He's giving us what Jesus deserves. So the laws and the rules, dahil sa panibagong tipan, itong new arrangement with God, yung kasunduan because of Jesus, the old husband has no more ability to tell you what to do. The laws and the rules and all the religious requirements has no part in our life today. Hello? You don't believe me. What I'm saying is, you are not under laws. You live a life under grace. It says in Ephesians 2.15 that by giving us, by giving us His own body, sacrifice me Jesus, Christ ended, circle that word, ended. Christ ended the law with its many commands and rules. Now I know na nakakagulat ang teaching nito. Most uh, Pastors and teachers would probably not tell you that because takot sila na baka ko ano anong gagawin ng mga members. Kasi ang, ang fear is, if you teach people na hindi ka na under sa laws, then what is to stop them from sinning? Anong makakapagpigil sa kanilang na just going out and living a life of sin? Right? So that's, the, that's always the fear. If you're going to say that I'm not under the rules, the, the rules are no more rules, nako, baka people will go wild. Baka people will just sin. But you know, they will not. You're afraid that people will become immoral, licentious, or yung parang, no. The truth is, when you come to Christ and He gives you a new life, the arrangement with your old following the rules is broken. You're now in a relationship. And ito ang magpipigil sa'yo to do sin. A new nature. You get a new DNA, a new instinct inside of you. Now, if you only believed that, 
Maybe you still think you're married to the laws. But when you get the truth that you're married to another, the truth will set you free. And you realize, hindi na ako katulan ng dati. I'm born again. I have a new nature. There's a new spirit in me. And next week, I want to break that down and tell you a lot more about the new nature that you have. I'm going to share with you who you are on the inside. And when you believe that, it will change you. But the truth is, from experience, no? When you come under grace, it doesn't make you a worse person. It makes you a better person. Yeah? Titus chapter 2, verse uh, 11 and 12 says this. He says, it's the grace. Everybody say the grace. It's the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all people. And here's what it does. It trains us. Did you know that? Grace trains us. It conditions us to what? To reject godless ways and worldly desires. And to have a self-controlled life, upright and godly. So grace does not make people go sin. Grace trains people to reject sin. Amen? And it says over here in Jeremiah 31, verse 31 and 30, up to 34, God's, ito yung Old, Old Testament, pero God is promising yung coming days, na kung saan uh, si Jesus will bring a new covenant. It says, I will make a new covenant with my people. They broke that old one. Although I love them like a husband loves his wife, but they broke it. It says, this new covenant, says the Lord Almighty. He says, I will put my instructions, my laws, my requirements, lahat ng aking standards, I will put my instructions deep within them. Sa puso na. I will write them, not on a, a, a book, or in a policy manual, or in the Ten Commandments of Stone. No, he says, I will write them on their hearts. And I will be their God, and they will be my people. And I will forgive their wickedness. And I will never again remember their sins. That's what He does. That's what He does for us. So the law, or this old husband, is all about you trying to become more like Jesus. But grace, with the new husband, is all about Jesus just being Himself inside of you. Tinatanggap. You don't work for it, you just receive God's nature. Another question is, eh kung walang rules, eh, maybe people will not do good works for God. Yun ang question eh. Eh, paano yung mga mabubuting gawain? How, how, how about doing good works for God? Diba dapat we do good fruits for God? Listen to me. Good works are important. Mahalaga na mayroong good works sa buhay natin. But let me make, make no mistake about it. The good works you do is not for God. He doesn't need your good works. He doesn't need you to do good works for Him. As if, kung hindi ka uh, gumagawa ng mabuti, as if madidemote siya. He's not on a network marketing with us. Na parang tayo ang downline niya. At kung pumalpak tayo, apektado siya. God is God. He will never change. He doesn't need us to do good works for Him. But good works are important for our fellow man. Good works are important so that people will glorify God and be saved. Jesus said, let your light shine, not, not, not so much before God. He says, let your light shine 
before your fellow man. Why? So that they will see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Right? And Hebrews 12 verse 14 says that without holiness, no one will see the Lord. And I used to think, that means that hindi ka makakapasok sa langit. No, that's not what that means. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord in your life. No one will see Jesus in you. Kung hindi ka namumunga, hindi ka gumagawa ng good things, people will not know Jesus. They, they won't see Christ in you. They won't see Jesus in your family, in the way you work, in the way you talk. So without holiness, damay mga tao. But God is not needing for us to be holy because Jesus is already holy enough for all of us. Ang kabanalan ay tinatanggap as a gift. You don't work for it. Hello? You don't work for it. You receive it as a gift. I know that's good news and it's almost too good to be true. Is it radical? But is it good news? If it's true, you can take this home, you know, these things, read the scriptures. You check. Is, is, is what Tim's saying, is that right? You ask the Holy Spirit. But if it's right, isn't that pretty good news? That I can stand in a right relationship with God? Hindi sarili kong performance ang kabasihan, kundi yung ginawa ni Jesus as credited to me. That's pretty good news, huh? Makes me want to shout hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Our righteousness, we get it by faith. And that's when your good works really matters. You know, kasi kung hindi nagmumula sa puso, kung hindi, pag, hindi kusa, then our doing good works and obeying God will all be fear-based rather than love-based. Laging takot sa punishment. And, you know, if I told Bambi, you have to be a good wife or else I'll punch you in the face. You know? Now, what will happen? She will be afraid. She will try better for a while. She will try her best to do good. But everything she does for me will be based on fear of being uh, punched. What, what kind of marriage is that? What kind of relationship is that? Hindi niya gagawin ng kusa. She'll just do it out of fear. And most, most religious people in the world today are following God like that. I better go to church because if not, God will punish me this week. And I did bad things, so I better go to church and pray again so that somehow makansalan na yung ginawa kong masama. And if you think like that, you are serving and you are married to a bad husband, the law. And you need to die to the power of the law and be reborn, married to Christ. I know that you pray to Jesus. I know all of it. But you need to be married to Him and receive His life as a gift, not something you earn. So ang focus is not on myself and my performance, and how good I can do, and all the laws I keep, and all the sins I avoid. 
No. The, the relationship is like a, a dance. Parang sayaw. Kanin sabi ni Jesus, you want to dance? Diba sa sayaw, merong nanguuna? Merong naglilid? And the other partner just kind of uh, flows. Just it's follows. Kahit yung, hindi, yung naglilid, siya marunong. Yung, yung hindi marunong, follow lang. E mukhang expert na sila. Because one of them knows. And Jesus is saying, just let me lead. I'll lead. We dance together. Sabi ni, ni, ni Glydeo kanina, I'm sorry, uh, promise. Magmula ngayon, I'll, I'll be a good wife. I'll be a good husband. I'll, I'll, I'll be a good housekeeper. Magluluto ako, maglalaba ako, magdadawni pa. Sabi ni Jesus, sabi ni Jesus sa kanya, anything that needs to be done, we'll do it together. It's not a problem. It's not a worry. Walang pressure. Whatever needs to be done for the glory of God, we'll do it together. I'll lead, you follow. And you know what? Doon lang may reward sa ating mga good works. Anything you do for God na sarili mong works, it's dead works, hindi aabot sa langit. It's only what Jesus did in you and through you na yun ang masusurvive at yun ang magiging rewardable sa heaven. So if, you know, uh, there's another there's another point I wanted to uh, share with you. It's very, very important. And that is that I lost my place. Okay. The other thing is, what about our moral guidelines? And there's a story about a, a, a man and a wife. Na yung asawa, yung, yung mother, she controls the house, di ba? Sa inyo ba, ganyan? Si nanay ba ang nagko-control ng, you know, the cleaning, the chores, the cooking and everything. So, para siyang CEO ng bahay. Di ba? She knows all the rules. And, ang, gino, ang nangyari ito, kasi they have uh, four or five children. Mga all different, mga maliliit sila. But they could stay alone kasi yung ate, old enough na to be responsible. Pero, Aalis si nanay for, I think, uh, Cheryl, you understand this, na aalis si nanay for a couple of weeks to go abroad. So, bago siya umalis, she lectured her children about the, kung anong dapat gawin. On Thursday, you take out the trash, na ganito. Here's how you cook. You feed the baby. You take care of the dogs, like that. So, ang ginawa pa niya is, alam mo yung stick notes? Yung stack of mga peel stickers na may mga stickers? So, sumulat siya ng mga reminders what to do, when to do it. And she put those all around the house. Sa CR, she put the instructions about cleaning the CR in the CR. Dinikit niya dun sa mirror. Doon sa front door, may mga reminders doon. Doon sa kitchen, reminders sa bedroom. Lahat, all over the house. Makikita mo yung mga fluorescent colored uh, stick-um notes. And there were so many rules there. You know? And there was a sequence. Ito muna, ito, ito, ito. About cleaning the kitchen, how to treat the bones, and the, you know, all this. So, so many rules. Because she was going to be away for two weeks. So while she's gone, the children, na of course, you know, wala si nanay, pero ando doon yung mga laws, ando yung mga rules. So they would remind each other, they would read the laws, they would uh, do the chores. You know, sometimes not perfect. 
And sometimes, you know, tinatamad, I want to watch TV, kaya ito pwedeng siguro ipabukas yan. So marami din silang pagkukulang. But at least, better than kung walang laws. Diba? Siyempre, kung walang rules, I think lahat, hindi walang mangyayari. Right? But at least, nakakatulong din na may mga rules around. So, after two weeks, the mother came back home. And she saw that things were going okay, but not perfect, but okay. When she came home, she was able to take down all the rules. Kasi bakit? Hindi na kailangan. Why? Because mother's home. When mother's home, you don't need the rules. Everybody does those rules already, and a lot more even, when mother's home. Diba? Pag andyan si nanay, talagang ginagawa yung mga yan, and a lot more. So, indeed, but because the presence of the mother is in the house, hindi na kailangan ng mga rules. And everything flows much better when mother's home. Tama ba? The mother is the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit is in you, you don't need rules. You're going to please God in lots of ways, even more than the rules, better than the rules. When Glidel got a new husband who loved her genuinely, of course she would still cook his food. Of course she would still iron his clothes and wash. But she would do it even with a more joyful heart. She would do it, you know, because she wants to. No fear of punishment. No fear of rejection or criticism. She would do for him even more than he requires because of love. Are you following this? You know, when you come to Christ and He puts His Spirit in you, kusa, susundin mo ang you will follow Him because He has set you free from the requirements of the laws. You know, maybe some of you still um, have habits, vices. Maybe you, uh, you know, smoking cigarettes or gambling. Maybe you watch pornography or probably have a, a habit of nagmumura. I know that in a crowd like this, kanyang-kanyang weakness, kanyang-kanyang uh, what you feel guilty sometimes because you violated commandments ni God. But I want to tell you that you're really not under those commandments. You're in a relationship. And so the question is, well, Tim, do I have to follow the laws? Ang sagot is ganito. Depende. Kung ikaw ay wala pang relationship sa Dios, yes, you have to follow the laws. And you better follow them perfectly. A hundred percent with no mistakes. Because ang righteousness ng Dios, ang standard ni God is 100%. 99.9% is already failing. You cannot do mostly good and a little bad and pass ang awa. Ang kabanalan ng Dios is perfect. He is a perfectionist. You have to understand, God is holy. He is so righteous. He cannot except less than perfect. So if you have no relationship with Jesus, the law is for you. 
the law is for you. You should put the Ten Commandments on your book, in your mirror. You should, have the, you should read the Bible. And when you fall short, you should feel guilty. You should feel sorry. You should be afraid of death. Because that's the purpose of the law. To convict you and finally convince you that you're doomed. It's there in Romans chapter 5, verse 20. If you look at Romans chapter 3, verse 19, we'll just read that quickly. The law applies to those to whom it was given for its purpose. Now you circle that word purpose. What's the purpose of the law? Its purpose is to keep people from having excuses and to show that the entire world is guilty before God. And no one can ever be made right with God by doing what the law commands. The law simply shows us how sinful we are. Yun po ang purpose ng law. It's so that you'll break it and realize how sinful that you really are. Then you come to Jesus. Knowing that I'm a sinner, knowing that I'm, I'm going to hell, knowing that I cannot save myself. So desperate. Just like Glidel in the story. You know, tumawag yung attorney. And the attorney is the Holy Spirit. Na laging kinakausap ka. He's always talking to you and telling you, you need a Savior, you need a Savior. Merong nagmamahal sa'yo. His name is Jesus. He wants to marry you. You don't have to stay married to that old guy. But if you stay married to Him, your life is over. If you stay following those commandments, your life is over. If you think you can be good, you're gonna realize sooner or later, you're not really that good. Not good enough. Your best is not enough. Then, pag talagang desperate na. See, see, Glidea naging desperate. Suko na ako. I wanna die. Ayun, exacto. Bingo. You wanna die? Good. That's just what God wants for you. That you die with Christ by your faith. You you include, you know, Jesus included you, but you have to agree to it. Jesus included you in his life and in his death, and you have to make the decision. Sumasangayon ako sa katotohanan na yan. Nagpapasakop ako sa ginawa niya para sa akin on the cross. And I receive the forgiveness by faith. I receive the new relationship. And when you do that, the laws don't apply to you anymore. Because you're in grace. Does that help explain some things about grace? So if you have sins, if you're breaking the laws, I just want you to know that you don't have to feel guilty about what you do. Stop focusing on what you do and start focusing on what Jesus did. You know, the more you focus on your guilt and your sin, the more you start going back to that old husband. The more you become self-conscious, sin-conscious. But the more you focus on Jesus and what He did, you fall more and more in love with Him. And whatever bad habits will just drop off in time. Whatever vices, whatever evil things you're doing, those will just not be a part of your relationship anymore. Trust me, 
you are set free from the law. So if you're not yet a Christian, the law is for you until you receive Christ. And if you're already a Christian, you already received Jesus, the law is not for you. Kaya mga kapatid, if anyone is here and hindi pa nakatanggap kay Jesus, you don't have a, a, a newborn relationship with Jesus, either today you receive Christ, and just a moment, we're going to pray, and you receive Christ in your heart by faith, or kung hindi ka pahanda na tumanggap kay Jesus, and you think you're still a good person, and akala mo you don't need to receive a gift of salvation, you're just gonna try to be religious, Begin kita ng one week. Okay? Let's have a test. Is that fair? You obey God for one week. And then we'll see what happens. Okay? Can you do it? For one week, you obey God perfectly. No mistakes. Get the Ten Commandments today and follow all of those Ten Commandments perfectly. Even the last one, Thou shalt not covet. Inside your heart, inside your mind, perform perfectly for God in one week. And then, magusap tayo after one week. You can't do it. Nobody did it. And then after one week, you will say, I can't do it. I tried my best. I need a Savior. I need Jesus. Let me save you some time. Let's pray. Say, Jesus. Just, just say that prayer. Say, Jesus. Hindi ko kayang iligtas ang aking sarili. Kailangan ko ng tagapagligtas. Kaya tinatanggap kita as my Savior. Salamat sa ginawa mo sa cross para sa akin. Tinatanggap ko ang kaligtasan, ang salvation, and forgiveness mo sa akin. Baguhin mo ako on the inside and change me. I died to the old system and I want to be reborn, married to you, in a relationship with you. Thank you. We hope you enjoy listening to today's teachings from Tim Warden. For more life-changing audio and video teaching resources, call the San Fernando Christian Community at 0919-846-6849 or visit our website at christian.com.ph and add us on facebook.com slash sfccphilippines. If you're ever in La Union, visit us along Ortiga Highway, Santiago Norte, San Fernando City.